Hello and welcome to today's True North Nutrition Podcast show. I'm Joe Paul, your host, and today I'm flying solo as we talk about flexible dieting. In fact, I want to call this a crash course in flexible dieting because this is definitely one of those nutrition buzzwords that's out there, and there's a lot of misinformation about in a lot, a lot of misinformation out there. I'm all right, guys. Thanks. Um, so, really, what happens uh, with a lot of these basically diets or uh, nutrition styles is that <clears throat> someone goes out there and they coach it a certain way, and then someone commoditizes it and uh, to the misfortune of anyone, the consumer, which is all of us, we get so much misinformation on how this is actually done, how it's run. This is what happens with keto, paleo, Whole30, uh, anything you can think of, Mediterranean diet, Atkins, low carb, all of those diets. It turns something that can work for certain people into something that is basically becomes dogmatic and inflexible which just goes against the principle of this whole idea, which is flexibility. So why flexibility? So what we're gonna do is basically break down flexible dieting in this episode, get you to understand what it is, how it applies to you, and how to truly see results because I believe that this is the exact pathway for you to see the most, get the most out of your training, so maximizing muscle and performance, and also the key to minimizing body fat and also stress. So we're gonna talk about how that works because uh, basically this is a, a method and it's founded on principles. And the difference there is that principles are your evidence-based laws where methods are more of your theories, your ideas, your executions on how to fulfill those evidence-based principles in this, in this instance. So why, why flexible dieting? Flexible dieting is a less rigid type of nutrition regimen. It's really, I, I like to call it the diet with no name, which, you know, like ironically gives it a name, but it really doesn't subscribe to a singular belief about food. It doesn't, there's, there's no exclusions in food. It's in fact, an all-inclusive type of diet. And the thing about flexible dieting when it's done correctly is that it, it shows respect to quality and quantity of food, which we know at this point is very, very important. You've heard calories in versus calories out. Okay, we have the argument for quantity. Now, in terms of quality, that's really going to be the driver of specific biofeedback and just the quality of your your general experience. That's biofeedback, right? Biofeedback is, is what you experience on a daily basis. And we, we use biofeedback measurements with nutrition in terms of not just stress, hunger, recover, energy, recovery, energy, digestion, and sleep, but also your biometrics, which is like, okay, is your body weight changing the composition of your body with measurements and the use of progress pictures and how close to it. So um, quality and quantity both go into that picture because quality can affect basically the, how proficient your quantity is used. So sounds a little bit confusing. I'm going to uh, move into what flexible dieting actually is because it will clear some of this up and you'll have a better idea. What flexible dieting is at its base, this is my definition. This is my protocol for flexible dieting and why it's worked for so many of my clients. And uh, this is eating 80 to 90% whole foods 
in 10 to 20% of whatever you want. Now, the reason that you have those ranges are uh, a couple different reasons. First off, it could be the specific day of the week. Maybe it's easier to eat 90% whole foods, uh, you know, Monday through Friday. And then you have a little bit more flexibility on the weekend. And the other reason that that might be is because maybe you have more calories to deal with. You have a less calorie dependent goal than someone else. Well, you can have a little bit more flexibility there. The other reason that it's there is because as you get down to more specific goals, and this is going to have to do with body composition sports, so uh, weight class sports or getting on stage, then you need to close the gap on that percentage and even sometimes go below 10%. But most, mostly everyone that I'm dealing with, so everyone that's going to get coached by me is going to be in that 10 to 20% range so that we can truly get the most out of adherence in the diet. Because when we cut out foods completely, it, it really can take away from the, the lifestyle or the lifelong sustainability of that diet. And the other thing is that we don't want to create, you don't want to diet for weight loss, meaning you don't want to cut things out just for weight loss. You want to be able to change and shift your habits. And that way you don't have to deal with the sort of peeling on and peeling off of certain layers just so you can see that result. Now, we're going to go into some more details on specifics on that and who that applies to, but uh, continuing on with what flexible dieting is, uh, another idea or another way to think of this is a quantity sandwich. So we want to start off with quantity, uh, and th by that, I want you to think of how many calories I'm eating and then macros. So macros are going to be your quantity, right? You're measuring how much you're eating uh, by way of protein, carbs, and fat. And calories, we do want to respect as well. But if you're hitting your macros, you are hitting calories. Okay. So then the quality part, because it's a quantity sandwich, right? So the quality part, we want to get cover our bases with quality foods. So that's that 80 to 90% whole foods. Now, it kind of happens naturally this way, I, I think, in my experience. And that is that when you start the day with 80 to 90% whole foods, you're more likely to finish it with, with whole foods. And when I'm saying that, I'm not talking about the big whole foods market chain. Yes, it's a good place to go, but I am talking specifically about food that doesn't come from a box or bag. It usually doesn't have a nutrition label. Uh, those, are the, those are some of the key characteristics of whole foods, right? Things that are unprocessed. Now that 10 to 20%, it could be a little bit of flexibility. It could be a wine with dinner one night a week. It could be a little bit of ice cream on the weekend. It could be, you know, those, those types of things can fit into that 10 to 20%. But it's oftentimes that we want to start with quality anyway. Because what we don't want to happen is to get away from quality, get to the end of the day, say, oh shit, and realize that we haven't reached there. Now, if that, ha if that happens, right, it's not the end of the world. And you just get back right to where you were you left off the next day. Uh, you can totally move on from that. That one step in, you know, I wouldn't even call it the wrong direction, but just taking a step that was less than ideal for you doesn't mean that it's going to completely throw off your results. In fact, it almost never does. It's, that's why flexible dieting works super well. And uh, then we go back to quantity, which is just making sure that once we've covered our bases with quality and gotten enough whole foods, then we can uh, have some more fun and flexibility in that last 10 to 20% as long as it stays within that, that quantity range. So that is 
the what of flexible dieting. Now, I want to add a, a specific note here because this kind of happened with the evolution of flexible dieting and how it turned into if it fits your macros and how that turned into just a total bastard diet of of this plan. So originally, the intent for flexible dieting was to say, okay, we eat chicken breast, rice, and broccoli for every single meal. Boring, but it works, right? So in order to get rid of some of this boredom and, and add some more adherence and get some more joy out of this, then, well, couldn't I just get like pork tenderloin, which has got pretty much the same macros as chicken breast? Oh yeah, cool. Could I do like sweet potatoes instead of rice? Oh yeah, right on. So can I do like some zucchini instead of the broccoli? Yeah, cool. All works. That's, that's like the original intent of flexible dieting and how it can work. So you're just swapping those things out. Blueberries for strawberries, right? Um, toast for pancakes. Now you can start to see, right? Because if you go pancakes to donuts and the donut size, or you keep elevating saying, hey, if it fits your macros, it's all good. But when, when it goes too far and all of a sudden we're trading out, you know, ice cream for, you know, a toast with almond butter, even though the macros might be the exact same, if you rely completely on the ice cream, you're going to start to see that show up in your biofeedback. You're going to start to see that show up in your performance or lack thereof. So that's definitely like the, if it fits your macros is, is something that can definitely be taken the wrong way. And the flexible dieting is different. There is a quality focus within this. So uh, the way that I practice flexible dieting is always going to be a quantity-based approach with quality focus. So now that brings us to the question of who? Who is flexible dieting for? And without, you know, the, it's definitely not for everyone because there are going to be some people with more extensive needs than uh, just a straight up flexible approach, but it is very applicable to so many people, especially if you are looking to, first off, if you've been frustrated with fad diets in the past, if you want to get a better, get into a better body today with science proven methods and freedom of food that you've never known possible, pause this episode, fill out the call application in the description, then come back and finish the show. You could be burnt out on fad diets like keto, paleo, whole 30, Mediterranean, low carb, all these things that are super highly restricted and they're unnecessarily so. The reason that those things work are because of basic principles like calories in and calories out. And they might be helping you cut out foods that are of bad quality or that you tend to overconsume. But it doesn't refer to the specific quantity. So you want to make sure that you have guidance there. So with flexible dieting, we want to make sure that quantity is addressed because uh, and the reason I say seek guidance or even to go fill out a call application so you have an idea of what this all means uh, as it applies to you specifically is you want to know the, basically the number, what's going to work for me. And yes, you can figure that out online. And I totally encourage you to, to look at that, right? Just go to a macro calculator. Precision Nutrition has a great one. TDEE.com is another good one. And those are just ways you can find what you should be eating. And if you've never done it before, you definitely should, just so you have an idea. It's always a good idea to calibrate. Now, you, you want to make sure that you have that specific quantity in mind so that we can 
we can actually hit that quantity sandwich like I shared earlier. And the flexible dieting, it doesn't always refer to, refer to a specific quality either. Uh, even though we know 80 to 90% whole foods, you might not know exactly what that looks like for you. And again, guidance there can be super, super helpful because otherwise you're kind of stuck between the decision of, hey, do I eat eggs or pancakes for breakfast? And, and there's so much more to answering that question than just saying uh, eggs or pancakes. So it's definitely something you want to get guidance on, whether it is just checking out something new or getting on a call with me so we can talk about how it works for you specifically. Now, the thing that I don't want to be twisted about flexible dieting is that it's not going to be a perfect fit for specific disorders, some, uh, some diets around heart health uh, or eating disorders. There's going to be some things that really just don't fit perfectly with this, but you can still take the, the basic ideas of flexible dieting so that you can apply them to different diets as well. But at the end of the day, if you have something that's going to end up making you attack your own body, you have to restrict that. You have to cut that out. And um, there are going to be some health measures that you have to take. But having an understanding of a flexible approach so that you can do this long term is going to be super helpful. Because even if you cut specific foods out, you're going to want to know what, what foods do work that can actually you know help you with some of that adherence, can help you feel like you're maybe getting a dessert once in a while. Now, the reality is if you're experiencing one of those, you're not only going to get better from structure like flexible dieting, but the only way to truly know is by talking to someone. So make sure that you're, you're getting in someone's ear, you're asking questions, or you're doing research for yourself to learn about the specific needs of those, uh, any of those conditions. Now, I want to move on to, so we've talked about who this works for, okay? You want to, you want to look stronger. You want to look leaner. You want to feel stronger. You want to improve your performance, your confidence, how your clothes fit, how you command attention in a room, how you feel with your shirt off at the beach or in a bikini. Those are the those are the things that you can truly get out of flexible dieting because this approach works for our lifestyle. That is what it's built for. Now, the when when does this apply? Right now, okay. And I say that in all seriousness, I felt like Ian Malcolm there from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that show was on, or that movie was on last night. And he's like, right now, it's <laughs> very, uh, um, Jeff Goldblum, great, great actor voice to impersonate. But anyway, I digress. So when is the, the right time? The reason why right now is the right time is because you can start getting an idea of quantity. It doesn't, before I go into deeper into when I want to address how, because, uh, I think this is actually really, really important because it's going to, it's going to highlight some of the ways that you can track this. So, uh, and, and I do suggest that is tracking this in some way, whether it's tracking macros or lazy macros, which is going to be your protein and calories, uh, overall calories, or if you're using something like plate building, which is a skill that I work with on all my clients is plate building, starting with protein and veggies, and then adding carbs, fats, and fruits as needed. And we always want to start with protein and veggies to make sure we're getting enough of those things that are that do serve us in terms of quality. There are quality carbs, fats, and fruits, but once you've gotten, that's kind of like 
okay, let's get to that 80 to 90% marker to make sure that that 10 to 20% can be enjoyed flexibly. Okay, so that would be plate building and then intuitively or habits-based. I will definitely put an asterisk by this because that can definitely be helpful, but it, it's often not specific enough. So uh, while I, I I don't believe in like a dogmatic dieting style, I am biased towards success, which flexible dieting and tracking macros is, even if it's lazy macros, but all of that is going to be entirely individual and whether or not you track macros every single day or you eventually learn to eat intuitively and use your habits and maybe use hand the hand measuring methods is all going to be based off of an initial calibration where you do have to measure how much you're eating in some way. So, okay, jumping back to when that can apply. Now, flexible dieting can apply to anyone at any time. You can start now, you can start tomorrow. I like going over the how because you can use lazy macros to start it. Make sure you're getting enough protein and enough calories. And uh, that way you really have a good like leaping stone from where you want to take that next, whether it's tracking all macros, whether it's staying lazy macros, whether it's basing it more on habits or plate building, you can take it any, those skills anywhere. You can take that calibration anywhere, but it can also be really, really helpful. If you want to take this traveling, you, if you are very busy with work, you work a lot of hours uh, when you're at home, if it's taking care of kids or making meals for more than just you, it's super helpful because you can take it. There's it's all inclusive. I already said it. It includes all the foods. As long as we have that quantity based and quality focus, you are able to execute on a flexible diet. So we already talked about it a little bit, but a couple of like a couple more asterisks that I wanted to bring up are flexible dieting done the wrong way. And that would be if it fits your macros, there's definitely like, that's like, let's apply that to the last 10 to 20% of like whatever you want. And then the 80 to 90%, you keep quality. Whole foods, not from a bag or a box, unprocessed, too easy. The second thing is binge and restrict cycles. So another way to look at this is, okay, uh, all my math people are going to love this. And I love math and I've actually done this before, believe it or not. But if you eat 20,000 calories in a week, okay? Let's just say that that's your number. That means that uh, 20% of those calories is going to be 4,000 calories. So you could literally just say 4,000 calories for Saturday, eat whatever you want, and then eat perfectly clean the other six days of the week. Now, uh, in theory, is it great? Yeah, that would be awesome. Like you could just, sweet, rock it. You get to eat whatever you want for 4,000 calories on that day. But the tendency with that type of cycle and why I don't, rely on that in when I'm coaching clients specifically is to make sure that we're not just binge and restricting because that restriction over six days to only eat clean foods, it can really, really damage the psyche in terms of what you view as healthy. And it can also turn this into a, Hey, I'm just earning my Saturday so I can eat whatever the fuck I want. And at the end of the day, when you're able to choose the foods that you love and love you back, you are going to see success with a diet. If you just eat healthy just so you can eat like shit, it's not going to work. So those binge and restrict cycles, that's something I did 
personally for a long time. And I really actually struggled with this because I was like, hell yeah, I know how to eat healthy. I'm just going to do this and, and, you know, eat my Froyo, my donuts, my pizza, drink my beer all weekend. Like all that stuff is definitely cool. It's on the table. But when you do go through that restricted binge cycle, what ends up happening, I'll give you an example. When I, what would end up happening to me is like, okay, Friday didn't go as how I planned it. Well, I'm just going to start Saturday like a little bit early. So uh, I'm just going to have a couple beers tonight. And, you know, uh, maybe maybe just didn't feel that great after Friday. Just started off, felt lazy, went out, got some fast food for breakfast. Not entirely a bad problem but or an issue. But, yeah, I just, you know, wasn't feeling it. Okay, you know, lunch takeout, still not feeling like cooking and uh, going to eat whatever I want. And you can just start to see how that snowball rolls. Again, none of those things are inherently like a bad thing, but when it goes from, okay, we're going to edge out of Saturday into Friday night, into Sunday, into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, okay, you just start losing yourself. So that's why it helps to have this sort of infrequent but flexible style of dieting where you get 10 to 20% of whatever it is that you want. Uh, you know, the, the other thing to make sure that I cover here too is when you're going on vacation or you have things that go, go on that are just quite above and beyond your control, it might not be the time to track macros and calculate 10 to 20% of your diet and how, how that actually works. It's the idea. It's the flow. It's the congruence in your diet. Is Are you focused most of the time on eating mostly good foods for most of your meals? The remainder of that time... Definitely want to maintain some sort of flexibility in there so you can do it for a long time. So that is our crash course in flexible dieting, how you can take a quantity sandwich and truly create results from it. Because, um, you know, we didn't dive into specifics of a calorie deficit by any means, but that's going to take some, it takes focus. It takes your concentration. And if you want to include some of those foods that would be more of a flexible approach, you do have to pay attention and you do have to understand when you could possibly be eating more of like a maintenance level of calories. That's all going to defend, depend on <laughs> so many individual factors that just getting coached for six, nine, 12 months can really allow you to develop that more intuitive side that that really that intuition that belongs with flexible dieting to grow beyond macro tracking so those are those are the thoughts that i want to leave you with and truly i've seen people go and and experience it myself from feeling these feelings of inadequacy or feeling unfulfilled you cannot successfully diet. You cannot possibly see results. And the worst part is that you go to the gym even more and even more and realize you just can't get any more out of it. And from that, we create a fueling strategy through flexible dieting to create, to give you the strength, the confidence and hunger, literally and figuratively hunger. And I get it. I've stared down the throat of a ton of those different challenges and being like been swept off my feet by different offers that could be like lose fat fast, you know, 30 days, lose all your fat, get shredded in 30 days, six pack in six weeks. I felt, I fell for it too. The reality is when we sit down and we spend some time with it and we learn 
how to be flexible and create this balance and, and also some depth to this diet, you can, you can keep that strength, that confidence and that hunger for a very long time. So if you need to put yourself onto that roadmap today, I definitely want you to apply for a call and learn how this works for you. Otherwise, get tracking, get an understanding of where you are at currently, and you will see success. I just want to say thank you for listening to the show. I truly appreciate it. If you have any training or nutrition questions you want answered, I personally invite you to message me at Joe Mike Paul on Instagram. And if you took something valuable away from today's episode, screenshot it, share it, and tag me so I can see. That's all for now. See you next time.